it is said who you become is the work of your childhood welcome back listeners this is priyanka singh your host and i'm pleased to present to you yet another episode of beacon conversations this episode is a special one because for the first time we have a female guest on our show today and also in this episode i will be in conversation with another vc scholar and focus will be how your childhood has influence on you and your experiences as a child shapes your personality and perspectives as an adult so listeners my guest for today is molishree shukla a vc scholar at deakin university currently pursuing her law studies uh, she's doing a dual degree she's studying bachelor of arts and bachelor of law Molly belongs to an army family and is very proud of being brought up uh, and shaped by military disciplinary morals and values. She carries the quality of being a leader. She's been a position holder and at the top of her class for the last 4 years of her schooling. During her school days, she held positions of power in student council, uh, was also the school captain and the president of the debate club. She's also an enthusiastic member of MUN club and the head of Orators Club where she also got the opportunity to train and lead budding public speakers of her school. She was also instrumental in shaping the public speaking aspect and activities in her school and at the same time promoting love, unity and respect amongst her peers and juniors. She expresses herself through media channels and photography on various social media platforms. Hi Molishree, welcome to the show. Hello ma'am, thank you so much for having me today. Uh is it okay if I call you Molly? Absolutely, I would love that. Wonderful. So Molly, before I ask you about your first few months in Melbourne, uh you know and at deakin university i would like to know a little more about your childhood your hobbies and what shaped your perspective towards uh life well um i've always lived in a very transitional phase because my dad's occupation he's in the indian air force has been moving in every 2 years or 3 years changing a place imbibing the culture of that place and then moving again So as a child I had only one job and that was to adapt adapt to any and every surrounding any and every weather conditions people around me culture around me traditions and I feel like I have had the most unique and holistic upbringing of all the people I've met because it shaped my perspective towards the world it shaped my perspective and my respect for different cultures individual identities how people are how places are and it's really made me the person i am today i feel like my move to australia was also influenced and was much better because of the way i've been raised uh, they pay a lot of emphasis to the discipline in military households which is true because even here when i look at different people even here when i look at their habits and how they live i feel that discipline in me that clean room the ironed clothes the get discipline of my sleep schedule it's always been in there so a lot of my life a lot of who i am has been shaped by how i've lived throughout my life 
Wonderful. Yeah, I can totally relate to what you're saying, Molly, because uh, I also come from a family where, you know, my father had a transferable job. He worked for Steel Authority of India Limited. And, you know, every, uh, every in every three years, we would be, uh, you know, in different cities and, you know, uh, making new friends, meeting new people, being in different, uh, uh, you know, background, uh, interacting with people from different cultures. So it does change your perspective. Uh, towards life and you become more accepting you become you develop as a person you know who's uh, pretty much uh, in control and in acceptance of uh, you know the world around you uh, great uh, so uh, molly now i would like to know from you how how were your first few months in melbourne how was the experience and you know what did you miss the most the experience of my first few months it's very easy to say that it was hard, but it was also challenging. I feel like this is the biggest challenge in my life, moving to a new country all by myself and adjusting mm-hmm. to the environment around to my studies and being mm-hmm. independent. And it taught me a lot. Honestly, it taught me a lot. It taught me how to be independent, how to work for myself, how to take care of myself, also Mm -hmm. to take care of people around me, help them. And Mm -hmm. studying online was fun because you had the comfort of your home, but studying offline was a task. And the weather conditions in Melbourne were different from that of India because we came from a cold environment. It was summers over here. So the Mm -hmm. first few weeks were pretty difficult for all of us. But I'm so thankful that I had a support system around me, the student community from different places who were also moving in, who were also adapting to the new place. So we all helped each other and we created a community and now we're all adjusting and enjoying this life that we're living. It's lovely. studying, it's going out, it's enjoying our lives. It's just amazing. So what do you miss uh, the most from India? That's a difficult question because um, of course you miss the comfort of your home but I think I miss the most uh, is my mom. I love my mom so much and you know that um, bond, seeing her every day, talking to her. She was my best friend, she is my best friend and I miss her and seeing her every day. Yeah, mom would be very proud and happy listening to this. <laughs> Thank you so much. It is unreal, you know. I had to be so strong when we moved here because everybody over there missed me. I missed them. But then it's a part mm. of life, you know. You move out and you live. Mm. And did you learn cooking as well? Do you cook for yourself now? Oh, I'm I I'm very thankful for my mom for training me because I cook for nine months for my family before coming over here. So I was very oh, well wow. equipped for cooking. But yes, uh, there is different um, types of meals that you eat here and in India because in India you have a different culture over here you don't have time to make a roti and dal and sabji. So yes, I had a I had a gist of cooking and um, cooking wasn't a task for me at all. Um, it was pretty easy to cook for me and I even taught my roommates how to cook. <laughs> so it was pretty easy. That's great. So moving on to my next question, Molly, Um, you won a VC scholarship uh, to study at Deakin last year. So congratulations once again on that. Um, So how did you find uh, about this opportunity? And what was the essence of your personal statement? We have a lot of uh, students wanting to know, uh, you know, how do they go about uh, their personal statement? 
so uh, any advice for our listeners absolutely so about finding for the scholarship i knew from the start that i had to study but i wanted to be financially independent so i was looking mm-hmm. for financial um, aids and scholarships in every university that i applied to and mm-hmm. i applied to four or five universities and deakin was one of them and i applied for the scholarship of course mm-hmm. it's a very competitive and rigorous scholarship and i had to work really hard on everything that i submitted for this uh, selection round for the speaking and finally the interview and the group discussion we had but um i found it well uh, i found out about the scholarship through the website that they had i looked at the handbook and i realized wow this is what i want that's the community that i want to be a part of the excellence program that's what i want that's it was that is what is going to shape me so that's how i found about the scholarship mm-hmm. the personal statement the thing is i've always been a leader so for speaking and for being an orator you have to write and you have to be good in that Yeah. So all thanks to my school Jeshri Parivar High School they really shaped our skills for writing and for speaking and mm-hmm. while writing my personal statement I had a template I had I had it ready I mm-hmm. knew what I wanted I knew what I want my reader to listen to and what what they would understand of my statement and to everybody out there who's actually writing their statement I only have one advice for you in understand your personal statement take it as a canvas and paint your dreams on it take it as your future prompt it's a letter to your future self you want to achieve this and that's that's your life that's your mission in life and that's your dream and nothing is going to stop you to do that put that on paper put that creativity paint your masterpiece and then let that be the template for your life put on your vision your goals even if you feel it's unachievable put it down i felt like getting here with the 100% scholarship was unachievable but look where i am so just yeah. paint the canvas with your dreams do not think of what is achievable or what is not just write a template for your future follow that and you're going to be a successful person lovely Uh, that 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 was some great tips coming from you and i'm sure uh, our listeners will benefit from it um yeah i mean uh, just take it as a canvas and just paint your masterpiece so that's the advice from molly listeners um yeah moving on to my next question uh molly so i saw this fun instagram reel about your first month in melbourne which was like really uh, exciting uh, you know and uh, so tell me uh, is real life real life was it fun as it seemed yeah oh, that's a tricky and... question <laughs> you've got me there is real life real life definitely not i feel like i did not include the months of me burning food the grocery shopping and being confused in which tomato to pick the crying <laughs> at night because you miss your mother's arms and <laughs> of course the food that you have to adjust to there a lot of the different things that you experienced were not included in that reel but i feel like that reel was the expression of how i felt when i came up here because difficulties that's just a part of life you have to face that and you have to overcome them of them every day but what is important is how you make the most of your time here you study yeah. you go out you make friends you understand yes. the culture you live your life and that yeah. is what my reel was about 
in fact yeah. i use all my social media channels to express and show people how i am using my life to live it at its fullest yeah and you do it so well <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> so do you have any favorite uh, memories to share with us uh, um definitely i think the most favorite and cherished memory that i have of this place would be going to this beach nearby it's saint kilda with my friends mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was such a random plan we wanted to go out and easter break was here but we all had our commitments somebody had their birthday somebody had their practice ritesh has his stocko practice bhavni has her cricket practice so mm-hmm. we couldn't plan a big trip but we went to saint kilda all together all my friends and we watched the sunset together we sat and in that moment i realized that even away from home i have built a home here and i have my family around me supporting me and the city it's it's just magic and it's full mm-hmm. of miracles and maybe someday um, i'll be a miracle myself over here so saint kilda and that sunset is my favorite mem- memory from melbourne lovely lovely so um my next question to you molly is uh, what motivated your you to study law and arts both together well um i have always been super involved with social studies and the study of liberal arts in different subjects sociology political science history and i really love that part i love liberal arts i love humanities and i i was so passionate about the subjects but at the same time i i decided in my fifth grade that i wanted to be a lawyer and that to a barrister so i have two dreams wow. that i needed to combine and i need to follow them and mm-hmm. two passions that were that were aligning so i i found an opening a double degree of arts and law and i took it because with arts i'm following something and studying about something i'm really passionate about that i want to learn about and with law i am just fulfilling my life and fulfilling my mission to help to represent those needs to achieve justice maybe someday <laughs> that's nice that's nice okay so now we move to the rapid fire section and i'm sure you know about this already uh yes. i'm going to throw some random questions at you um and whatever comes uh, you know in your mind just speak out right all right so are you ready for this absolutely perfect so molly what movie or show can you watch repeatedly without getting bored the movie zindagi na milegi dobara aur ye jawani hai diwani oh they are my favorites <laughs> absolutely very bollywood of us <laughs> yeah <laughs> What would you go viral for on the internet? Probably a reel or becoming somebody I envisioned for since I was a child. Maybe that. Okay. Okay, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you more like your mom or your dad? Oh, I'm a I'm a duplicate of my mom. Absolutely. I'm a hard copy of my mom. Okay. So I'm I'm sure mom would be very very happy listening to this. <laughs> I I hope so too. <laughs> okay, so what would people be surprised to find out about you? That I am a very emotional person because really? I use I am very emotional. I Aww. recently had a experiment with my assignment and I cried my eyes out because I didn't submit on time. 
ஒரு <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I pretend to hate how people drinking coffee helps their assignment and their studies, but I love it. I actually love doing that myself because okay. coffee helps. Coffee helps a lot. Coffee helps. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So, what is your worst gift you've ever received? <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> that's a good one. The worst <laughs> gift I've ever received. Mm-hmm. it has to be something by my brother because um it was this horrible ass doll that he gifted me and it it, it looks somewhat like the annabel and he gifted it to me on purpose because he knew i would be scared of it and he gifted it to me with this sly smile and it wasn't a gift it wasn't a gift it was a curse on me and i i donated it to somebody who was in need of it but i personally could not deal with that doll Hmm. Hmm. Brothers always have have a knack of doing that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So um Molly, uh, we've come to the end of this show. It's a wrap up time now. I really enjoyed interacting with you. It was so much fun for me personally uh, that I didn't even realize that we were nearly done with this. Like so- right now. Thank you so much Molly for your time and I'm sure our listeners also enjoyed listening to you and will benefit from great insights you shared uh, on the show today and to my listeners I would like to thank you for tuning in and uh, we will be back with another story soon till then take care and stay safe